Hello! Today's podcast is sponsored by With Love for your yoga and qigong. Your first class is free. Please arrive 10 to 15 minutes early. You have extra mats are limited, and it's going to be located in the beautiful Beyond Today in, that, in the large room. They're going to have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday classes. They now have Saturday morning classes. That's With Love at Beyond Today. Their phone number is 480-442-0258. That's 480-442-0258. With Love. Today's podcast is brought to you by Zach Lyman. Zach is your guy for all your podcasts and social media needs. Zach can be reached at Beyond Today at 602-374-4926. Again, for all your social media needs, reach Zach Lyman at Beyond Today, 602-374-4926. Welcome to Beyond Today, Episode 4 podcast. Today I'm live with some beautiful guests here in that. Uh, we have myself, Rod Lyman, and uh, to my left, my co-host, beautiful co-host, uh, Cindy Mooby. Uh, and uh, we have this very special, lovely guest in that. Her name is Tracy Montoya. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Thanks. Welcome. Awesome. Glad you guys are here. Uh, this is a, kind of a cool little story in that uh, uh, how Tracy and Cindy kind of met and where Cindy had kind of went uh, in her life uh, and how where she went to because of Tracy. We did a panel, which I, I love doing with Tracy, and we're going to have to do this again. But we get this beautiful panel where uh, we got all these people come in, and uh, they'd write their question on a piece of paper. Then we use this overhead projector, and, and we'd put that on the on the wall, and then some other intuitives and myself. And Tracy and that, we would kind of talk about some beautiful stuff and, and about what was going to happen to them by how what they wrote, their questions. We had no idea who these people were at the point well you want to kick off the story cindy finish it up with how you met tracy i would love to thank you Uh, i know at the last podcast i had mentioned that i was going to share with you um my life experiences so in short i became a reiki master thank you rod thank you and when i did uh decide to do my energy work I just felt like there was something more that I wanted to do with it. And one day, color therapy came to me. So I called up the used bookstore, got a book, and started reading it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have no idea what this is about. So I put it away. And, but there was still something in my, my heart and soul that resonated with it. But anyways, I put it away. About three years later, I went to the um, panel that Rod was just speaking of. Um, Tracy... Well, everybody in the panel, you know, said what they had to say. And then Tracy's like, oh, I have one more thing to say. So she commented or, or made a statement about uh, a letter um, for the handwriting. And then she goes, and you need to do color therapy. And I was like, oh, my gosh, yay, that's me, that's me. I'm so happy it was mine, so my, uh, you know, information that she got. So I went home that night and Googled uh, some color therapy classes, Uh I found this academy, and before I knew it, even though um, the time frame to sign up for this particular uh, uh, class at the academy was already closed because the class was going to be in Switzerland, 
a voice kept saying, just call anyways. What's it going to hurt? So I did. I called, and everything, all the pieces fell into place. And so I went to Switzerland to learn my color therapy, and here I am today. And I'm grateful. Tracy, thank you so much. So with what I had learned from Rod, my energy work and the colors, um, I put it together, and what a beautiful, gorgeous healing it is. Thank you. And that's so awesome. Thank you for sharing. And Rod, first of all, yes, another intuitive panel is definitely what we need to do. That was so fun. It's like, you know, bringing the intuition with the forensics and, and putting it all together is, is, it's incredible how it matches, even though you have the people who are on the forensic side that say, oh, that's woo-woo stuff. And, but the, the woo-woo stuff matches the forensics more than anybody has any idea. Um, and acknowledges so that night we couldn't believe how much we were matching and everything else <laughs> was coming up it was just it was perfect and it was so much fun to do it's like i can't wait to do it again because it is you're right it's it's it, you know we didn't know how much of a match it was going to be until we got into it and it's like oh my goodness <laughs> and you know that's been almost two years ago now that we did this yes. we, we gotta do this time again. flies time flies we have to exactly. definitely have to do it more more yeah. often so so great. explain to me a little bit about what you do with that i mean uh, we, i know that people write their their questions on paper and everything else uh, what is that all about forensic uh, uh handwriting well well so you know i hate i hate the internet net and i love the internet right <laughs> i mean you can believe everything and nothing that you read Absolutely. <laughs> right so uh for example you know when you when when people Google forensic handwriting, uh, what they most frequently end up seeing or finding on on the results of the search engine is document examination, like for forgeries and question documents and things like that. But forensic doesn't just mean that. Forensic means you're taking the little bits of the handwriting and and getting a lot of information out of them. So like little tiny puzzle pieces, and it's like forensic photography. There's a photography is a general field, like handwriting is a general field, but the forensic part adds its own little special niche to it. And that's what handwriting does. So if you have like a general person that says, oh, you know, I'm a handwriting analyst and they've, they've probably gone to a library and gotten a couple books and then they, and then they've, you know, hung a shingle and said, I can do handwriting. And pretty much what they're going to tell you is going to fit 90% of the population. Where the forensic part comes in is that I can say, okay, three years ago, XYZ happened or you know four years ago you're holding on to this so there's more timelines there's more details to it there's more forensic little right. nuts nuts and bolts to the story well I love that so that kind of uh, kind of explains a little bit about the background but there's a psychology to this right oh yeah definitely and there's there's 5,000 personality traits that are shown in handwriting and it's actually in the Library of Congress in 1983 they put it under uh, applied psychology and it uh, has all kinds of evidence-based information can be found. And even on my freebie page, I have, you know, a bunch of research studies and scientific studies that have been done. So people can go back to the 1970s and, and even further than that. But I cut, cut it off at the 70s or there'd be a thousand pages. But <laughs> I, I kept, you know, kept it in the United States from the 70s. And there's a lot of research there that people can, you know, actually find and, and research themselves even further if they wanted to find out the more details behind the science, so to speak. Well, I, I know I've dug through some of your stuff and, and read a lot is what I can do, you know. Uh, it's it's really great reading. I mean, it, I'd love it. I love what you got going on that. And I know Cindy's kind of, she's got a question she wants to ask you too, so. Uh, so what kind of things can be seen in one's handwriting? So in the 5,000 plus things, you can see like, um, 
somebody who's been sexually abused, you can see if they have what I call perpetrator potential, which is a really good thing to find out too, because a lot of, um, you know, I've done a lot of work in my mental health background with, um, both my, my master's and my doctorate in psych, and I've done a lot of work with sex offenders. And one of the things that I've noticed has been pretty common correlation is that when they're, if, if their, if their aim is, you know, children, they often date um, somebody who's got children that age because it's easy access and they build a trust more easily. Scary and sad, but true. And so you can find things if somebody has that potential. Um, but at the same time, you can find good things. You can find, you know, sense of humor. You can find what kind of career somebody would be good in, like for your, you know, example. Yes. Um, you can see if people are good and compatible together. Like, you know, everybody focuses, when you hear the word forensic, it's so easy to focus on the darkness. You know, and I have to be careful too, which is why I go to the, some of those intuitive affairs because it kind of balances me out because I do a lot of that forensic criminal criminology side. And it's, I mean, that's what I spent 30 years in, but it's heavy, it's heavy work. And so I have to go to, you know, some of the woo woo events like people like to say, because it does balance me. You know, you're, 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 you're balancing your energy at that point. So you can find the good, the bad and the uglies. So, so, so you get these people that are scared to come to your table because they're afraid they're going to be found out. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah. And you get, you know, and, and Mark won't even, you know, write anything for me. And he's, he's, he's always like emailing me, you know, across the room. He'll send me an email or a text. I'm like, you know, can you just leave a note? And, absolutely and Mark, not. Mark, Mark is her husband. So, right. So, just, you know. so it's so, like, click here for your birthday card, you know? Exactly. I love it. So, so just out of a, uh, we masked ourselves and, and we wrote some things on the board here. So I thought uh, it would be kind of interesting if you could uh, uh, tell us a little about it. We, we have two cycle – oh, no, not cycles. <laughs> oh, one's a psychotherapist and a social worker, I guess. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sometimes they're one in the same, yeah, unfortunately. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and then there's uh, – one. one's myself and one's Cindy and one's uh, from Zach and that. So kind of curious, you know, without you even knowing who wrote what and that. Uh, if you want mine, dear, the, the number no, one. No, I don't want to know yours. Well, you don't want to know I don't mine? Know oh, well, I didn't want to tell you who's who then. <laughs> I don't want to know. You can tell me after. Okay, yes, after. <laughs> so, number one, uh, it says, Life is always fun. Okay, so for that one, um, the letters are tall. So, they're, they have a lot of height in the, like the L is very, very tall. Um, and what that does is very active mind. The, um, the problem with having really tall letters, though, is that it can interfere with your sleep, your quality, and or length of sleep. Usually what happens when people have too tall of letters is that they end up wearing their mind out. So when they go to sleep, they crash right away. But then shortly after that, they're wide awake again or vice versa. They have a hard time shutting it off to get to sleep. Um, but some people sleep just fine. Um, it just depends on, on the rest of the stuff going on in here. You have a uh, whoever this is. OK, I'm talking as you. OK, you have really tall upper zones. So with that upper zone having a short lower zone, it shows that. When you, when you have too much built-up physical energy that's not being dispersed or used, it goes right back into your mind, and it's very, very active even more. Because one of the things that we do as just humans is that when we have too much energy that's not being funneled anywhere, physical energy, it has nowhere to go but up. It can't go past our feet, so it goes right back up to our mind, and it keeps it going. So you understand the chakras, right? Mm -hmm. So on, on this, understanding the chakras and that and being tall and that and the way you, way you put it in that, would you say that this was something that is an opening of a lot of chakras or 
or it, it looks like you know your your the the bottom your okay. your bottom chakra for people who don't understand the, the base the chakra of the yes. base, yeah. yeah is the one that's just kind of bored okay for lack of better words it's bored, bored. And, and has like it needs some jazzing up <laughs> so all night dancing you guys like, you oh, there know, you go yeah you know, i can't think of other suggestions but we don't know how old people are here so we're just you know <laughs> we're gonna stick with the all night dancing this is rated pg right yeah exactly 13. <laughs> 13 exactly well I, I really like that so tallness and that so does that even for height wise first person that is, is if they're tall they write tall <laughs> that would be a great study, wouldn't it? That would be. That would be a good study. Well, and your and the printing is really focused on um, the the comfortability of life. Um, the word, the letters are spaced comfortably apart, and the words are spaced comfortably apart. So it's really about I am comfortable in my life. I'm comfortable where I'm going. Like there's a lot of comfort in there. You're not like hugging. You know, it's not hugging to itself for safety, and it's not going out there to escape. So nice. it's got really comfort, got real comfortable, comfortable spacing, which it should. Right. And life is always fun. So mm-hmm. that's kind of, I like that. That was, not, we're not going to tell you who it was until, until we're done. Okay. So number two, uh, calm seas do not make great sailors. Right. So with that one, um, there's some moodiness in there. You can see the bottom, um, the C-A-L goes uphill. And then Did the you say moodiness? Moodiness, Oh, yeah. this moody person. The C-A-L goes uphill and then the M comes down. Uh-huh. You see how that works? Yes. And then you see how um, the word make and great goes up and then sailors comes back down and goes back up again. See how the words the right. just yes. kind of yep. drop and they sway like that? Um, so... That we have the the moodiness that's in there, and then uh, we also have some real good um, business stuff that's coming up in there. Uh, there's good, uh, it's good business mind. It's just a matter of trusting. The vowels start sh- shutting down in the word great, and so this person doesn't feel as great as they could be. And because their vowels are communication letters, they're not going to always communicate their greatness. Oh, wow. Um, and then with some of the slant going backwards, they're withdrawing from that communication. So it's really trying to avoid, it's almost like um, self-doubt, self-doubt, fear of failure. Even fear of success can come out like that. Well, that's pretty <laughs> That's pretty cool. I like that. And that, that does, it, does it matter? I mean, there's some of the capital letters on, on some of on, on them, like the C's look like there's a capital S and the make has looks like a capital m is that making right so we're ending up with some of the business part coming in in the in the personal side so even though they're maybe doing a personal stuff in their mind their business side is coming up and throwing up some caps wow so it's like thinking two things at once that's pretty cool though oh another mind another mind gotcha i love it so number three do you want to read number three cindy beam me up scotty All right, so that one, um, that one is really open, sociable, ruled by logic over emotion, even though they have an emotional side. Um, the the slant is straight up and down, which means that um, with the slant being up up straight up and down, they know when to use emotion, when to use logic. Um, they they always weigh things fairly. They do have a tendency to be overprotective with the with the two T's that are crossed with one stroke. And that includes, you know, kids, loved ones, uh, pets, 
ideas, goals, beliefs, things like that. Um, the little loop on the Y, not the bottom loop, but the one on the side of the Y is actually charming and, and, um, you know, able to be diplomatic and say what needs to be said without being rude and hurtful. Um, there's definitely a stubborn streak. <laughs> stubborn. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's a really good, right? And there's a lot of good physical energy going in there. Um, that one's bored too, though. So maybe you two could get together and do something, you know, dancing. So one and three are bored. <laughs> one and three have bored physical energy. <laughs> <laughs> life, life is always fun in BBF Scotty. Our bored, our bored people. That's nice. Right. I like that. I love that. You guys need to get together and do some all night dancing. <laughs> yeah, all night dancing. I like that. Number four. Number four says, eating tomato sandwich, yummy. <laughs> okay, well, the, the way that the tea crossing is not landing on that tea stem, it, on the tomato, it shows that there's some disconnect there, which means that, what, that their mind can be so busy that it doesn't always sit in real tight into reality. So it's a lot of good ideas, but not always being able to finish them and get to them and kind of back, bur back burner stuff. A um, lot of good empathy on there. Uh, the C on sandwich looks almost like an E. And it's because of that little, that part that looks like the E, that's empathy. That's really good empathy. Um, there's definitely a stubborn streak in there as well. Um, the lower loops, you'll notice that they're all different. And so you have some self-doubt in there. Then you have one that's just a bluffer. And then you have some that's um, almost like um, fear of success to a certain extent. But the, the interesting one is the one that's a bluffer. And I don't mean that in a, in a bad way. What I mean by that is that if they go into a place where they feel self-conscious or they feel um, uncomfortable in some way, they're able to bluff their way through it. And nobody would know that they're feeling that way. So, so it's good. I mean, they're able to adapt their personality to the environment at the time, even if it feels uncomfortable internally. Does this mean anything with the explanation mark at the end? Well, look at the little curl and it's got that, the little curl has yeah. still got that little charming side. And I, I like that. Yep. I, you know, I like the charm. I like it. Absolutely. Um, number five, can't get there from here. So on that one, um, there's a hook on the H, on the very top of the H, which shows that there's a little resolved anger that's in there. Um, also, the H, you can see in several strokes that there's some shakiness, which is actually anxiety. Um, there's also some, the charming uh, loops on the, on the A as well, on the cant. Um, the physical energy here is bored. I'm telling you, I'll need to get together. We need to have a dance party here is what you need to do. That's what you need to do. A dance party. <laughs> Some for frustration energy up there, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the R on here, you can see how it jumps up. That's actually a block between society and that person. So it's like a, a form of self-protection. And then the E's are really open. So this person hears everything, even if it's more convenient to say, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. What was that? I didn't hear you. Sometimes it's just easy. You know, it's more convenient to say that other than to acknowledge it. But they're hearing everything. The E's are really big and wide. Yeah, and there's some moodiness there too, but not the same type of moodiness as much as the second one. You'll notice on the second one, it's the words that go up and down, but on five, it's the slant that goes back and forth. So number two is pretty cranky personally, <laughs> I would say. I wouldn't say cranky, just moody. Uh, I would say cranky. <laughs> So, I love this. I mean, can you tell, because um, there's five of them on there, can you tell which ones were females and which were males? Um, you can't really tell scientifically, but the females look like three and four. 
Um, but three for sure looks female. Absolutely. And that there's two females and three males that rode up there. Do you want to know who they were? Now? Yeah, now you can tell me. Okay. Yeah. All right. So number one was me. Okay. That so life is always fun. So I'm I'm tall, one. I'm six two and not tall. I yes, and, and my board base chakra. <laughs> <laughs> don't know yeah. how else to describe it but you know in the seven-year cycle and that uh, at my age and that i'm back in my base chakra re relearning my base chakra and that's part of probably it is what the boredom of it is is that i'm ready to move on to my second chakra which is creativity and sexuality so number two that was zach <laughs> Nice, Zach. Oops, you're in the room. I was talking about you. <laughs> so, a little moody tonight, he is. Nice. Yeah, so he's always been a moody kid, you know. Great kid. Great is what you said. There's a greatness about him that, um, you know, being a comedian and what he does and everything else, that, you know, there's a lot of good stuff. And his was mm-hmm. calm seas do not make great sailors. And that was awesome. That was thank you, dear, for that that, that moody kid I have. <laughs> Number three, that was Cindy. That was me. Beam me up, Scotty. Um, she weighs things. She's pretty balanced about uh, you know in fights and everything else. That uh, she does get overly <laughs> protective. She has a little dog that's just like her. <laughs> that you can't if she's holding this dog, you can't get close to this dog. It will. <laughs> and I mean, it wants to bite your hand off. When, you know, and oh my gosh, she's just so protective of that. But she can pick that dog up and put it in my lap, and he'll just love on me and love on me. But if I walk over to her while she's holding that dog, and that never mind, not even her mom, nobody can get close to her. Very protective. So that's what Cindy is, and she's stubborn, just like Cindy too. Cindy's very stubborn, and, and but she's overly she's very protective in her belief system and everything else. But Cindy is a stubborn person. She likes to put her foot down. So yes, and hers was beat me up, Scotty. I love it. Yeah, but she also said something about being intelligent and <laughs> having some emotion that was very balanced. So there. I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that part. <laughs> you said something about I don't intelligence? You I, don't I, I, I'm, I'm claiming the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anybody out there, did anybody out there hear that? Nobody heard that. Nobody. <laughs> oh, you did. Okay, good. Somebody heard it. Good. Well, see, that's the that's beauty of what I do. It's probably like a lot of the readings you do. Instantly, right. I forget what I say. Absolutely. Like, it's just, it's not mine to retain. No, and that's, you're you absolutely know? right. Absolutely. But you, but you also talked about uh, one and three needing to go off. <laughs> yeah. Some, there you guys go. <laughs> yes. Some stale energy there. And five, too. That's Mitch. Oh. <laughs> no, she said, well, no, I thought it was one and three. Not, we're not bringing Mitch along. <laughs> no. Oh. She did say Mitch. Oh, yeah. He, well. he, he. He needs a dance too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe not with Cindy though. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I get to dance with Cindy. Bring me anyway. So number four is the beautiful Donna. That uh, uh, she's a social worker here that works at Beyond Today, and that and uh, empathy, empathy that you said, and that uh, there's a little bit of self doubt, and that she's just getting into her own work here and everything else, and that, and she's she's going through that that process and that uh, of trying to find herself and everything else. So you have beautiful offices out by the lake. Then psychotherapist, uh, Mitch, who's also here, kind of took them under her wing. And, yeah, they work really well in that. And you hit her right on the 
the the head and the reason that she wrote that is that somebody left some tomatoes in the kitchen and so she's going to go home and have a tomato sandwich <laughs> and so eating tomato sandwich yummy and that's which all she could think of about <laughs> to write on there so well, that works out well when you can write something generic exactly like that. so generic that but it fit her as she is very empathic and and she has empathy about towards everything that um it was beautiful and do you want to read mitch's oh yes number five mitch uh, can't get there from here. Mitch is, Mitch is our psychotherapist that works here. He's a beautiful man, okay? Um, he has for 30 years been in another building that on the second floor looking down here on our place. And he's been wanting to be by the water for those 30 years. Wow. And one day he just wandered over here and says, hey, you got any rooms open? <laughs> I said, no, but we can make a room for you and that. And he goes, really? <laughs> and so he was so excited that uh, before he retires and that, this is he wanted to make this his, uh, uh, his little place of sanctuary. And he has. It's just he's got his, awesome. oh, it's beautiful back there. Uh, we catch him every once in a while and that with his feet up on the couch and back there and that, <laughs> and doing his own psychotherapy on himself. And <laughs> That's awesome. Staring out the window, <laughs> watching the ducks and everything else. Uh, but you said there's a little some resolved anger and that that's going on there and that I'm sure that him what the job he does and everything else I'm sure it is you would probably understand lot. it too yeah, yeah absolutely yes yeah, so beautiful beautiful people though you know and you hit it right on the nose I mean you got the females and everything else and that and understanding that and it's really interesting is that in a in a uh, a way to look at it in a spiritual way okay or look at it in doing a reading with them that. Uh, by what you what you look at and the energy coming off of each one of those sentences that fits right in what you said too and that I mean there is you know the things about the uh, calm seas and that I, I look at that and I was like you know there is just the way he wrote it there is an energy about it it's like oh my kind of, I have to write something on the wall <laughs> uh, so there's a, this little bit of an anger there or frustration that um, uh, Zach also has a show right after this that he's got, you know, which is a big thing for him. So That's he's awesome. probably he's probably really going, come on, hurry, let's get this over with so I can get to my show. No, he's, yeah, he's good. No, honestly, I have to say, Zach, though, you know, I follow you on Twitter and you, you do some really cool stuff. You know, awesome. You're really awesome. I, I kind of like him, too. <laughs> he's a good kid. Well, you yeah. know, it's funny. Do you ever, I mean... How did you guys start? Did you start, Rod, with just, was Reiki like kind of your, your, your entry into this? I have a great story about that. Do you want to like to hear it? Yeah. I don't we, think you've ever heard my story. I don't think that. I have. So um, it was really interesting is that I've always liked uh, working physically with people. It's like, you know, just so shoulder, I'd rub the shoulder. You know, I always like to work with people in that aspect. I've always been that type of person. I'm very caring about that. And... Um, I could never have keep a job that I liked, you know. It was just like it wasn't there for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working for DES, uh, Department of Economic Security. Oh, nice. I, was, I was their land administrator. I was working nice on, left brain stuff. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was working, you know, doing all their land administration, computer stuff and everything else. And, that. and I was finding that people were calling me to their office or their desk and that. So I'd place my hand on their shoulder because I'd always put my hand on their shoulder and say, what can I help you with? And – I found out that I was getting more phone calls for just me to touch them than, than <laughs> That's the, great. And the, you know, I look at the computers and the computers start working automatically. It's like, Rod, it's seriously, it didn't work before you got here. And it's like, so I was like, okay, well, there's something about that. And, and so I knew as a kid, you know, it was something different anyway that. So it took me a little while to realize that I needed to do this type of thing. And it so happened I got really sick and, um, 
and I went in disability from, from the state and everything. And I met this lady and she took me to a Reiki share. I was like, what's a Reiki share? You know? Right. <laughs> and, and so I, I get off, get done with the Reiki share and I was like, it was like I got these beautiful glasses put on me and everything seemed so much brighter and everything was wonderful and everything else. Then it's like, I got to have more of this. And so I started learning more and, and more and more and more. And, and, uh, I, I realized that for work for the state, though, they were trying to pass a law in Arizona that um, you couldn't work on anybody without a license. You couldn't touch anybody. They were taking away the past of being a minister and being able to be a minister to touch somebody. They were taking all that away. So I had to go to school to become a massage therapist in that, so that I could touch people. And it just went from there. I mean, my kids knew it that I, I traveled and I to learn 175 different modalities in two years. Oh wow! Uh, uh, energy modalities. Wow. And I, because I was such a sponge at it, it's like, yeah, this made me feel good. I was no longer sick like I was sick. I mean, um, I had this gall. Uh, bulge in my stomach and everything else that there were that was cancer had a tumor in my mind in my mind in my head <laughs> i had all these wonderful things that were going on with me and that and it was so beautiful to realize that this stuff helped me it made me feel better it would relax me and that and so i learned reiki yes that was my first thing and that and, and I spent every dime that would come into me or whatever, and I'd do extra stuff than that so that I would have money to take every class. And you know what? I spent probably more than what a, a master's degree in somebody would spend in that to get where I'm at today. And, and I just, it's step by step by step by step. And I'm still learning to this day in that. So, yeah, that's. Well, and, and I wanted to ask you that because, I mean, you know, I mean, even your your handle on Twitter is what Reiki Rod, right? Mm -hmm. yes. So that's why I was wondering if that's your thing because one of the things I run into is that a lot of people automatically assume, oh, she's a somebody hears my name, oh, she's a handwriting person, right? But there's so much more to all of us than just oh, absolutely that. You know, I mean, you do you do your readings and you and Cindy do things together. I mean, so there's so much more right in there. Right, but see, Reiki isn't just, it's Reiki, Rei meaning universal, and Ki mean energy. So it's universal energy that we all use. Mm -hmm. So Reiki can be used as a basis of anything. So uh, universal energy is, is everything that we do. It is the foundation of that. So it's, mm -hmm. I'm Reiki Rod because it's, I'm universal, and I use universal energy. Right, uh, and so I'm wondering if right. you end up with that, too, where people come up to you. I uh, thought you just did Reiki. Do well, they ever kind of present that to you? Well, yeah. You know? I mean, there's a really quick story to tell you that uh, I was I went back a couple of years to South Dakota for my father's funeral. And while I'm there and everything else, there's like, well, Rod, you've been here a week and a half. That It's about time you go back and that because your lawn service is probably needs you. That. And I said, my lawn service. And, that. and it says, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got that Reiki uh, business in, in, in Arizona. That <laughs> and it's your lawn service probably the people need you. And and I couldn't get over that the whole concept of that they thought I did rake i raked leaves and i raked and <laughs> i raked great. raked stones up or something <laughs> that because that, like the, the your your reiki service you know your lawn service needs to, to be taken care of well the funny thing was is that um so when i explained it to them they still didn't understand what reiki was you know <laughs> universal energy what is that you know i'm not really quite sure of that and so <laughs> they said that that my father had a minister that he just loved and that and he says is it okay 
if you meet the minister and make sure he's okay, Rod, you know, because I don't want you guys, you know. I said, what do you think I am? Is <laughs> against religion or something? <laughs> yeah, it's of like, course. It's like, oh, my gosh, it's made, this has made me closer to God than ever, you know. And, and I, wow, okay, I want to meet the minister, right? And right in front of my whole family, as he walks in and that, and he goes, you're a Reiki master? And I said, yes, I am. He says, oh, my gosh, I've been wanting to meet a Reiki master. He <laughs> says, I have so many questions for you. And that comes set with me. And my family, the look on my family's eyes was just like, oh, really? <laughs> you know? And so he he gets up later because I told him they, my family has no idea. So he gets up and he tells my family. He says, you know, you know this is – Universal energy, this is love. It's pure and unconditional love. That's what Rod teaches. That's what Rod is about, and that's what who he is. And that. He says there is no competition, and it's coexistence of all energies in all religions. Mm-hmm. And my family was like, oh, I get it. <laughs> and it was like, really? Good. Can we have the funeral now? You know, let's <laughs> move on. And that, and that. No, they didn't get it. They still didn't get it. They were very careful. They they were very careful what they to this day say about me. And that's else. that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I end up I end up with that too. Where oh, I, I thought you were just a handwriting person. I'm like, what? No, I mean, I've had 30 years of mental health. I, you know, I have a criminology, a master's in criminology and and forensic psych and a doctorate in Eastern psych. And I'm like, no, I mean, my whole life has been psych. Handwriting was just a tool in in the whole realm of psychology. But there's just there's so much more. I mean, you know, right? Exactly. But it's, it's always interesting the, the the term. I mean, I've been called worse than a handwriting analyst for sure. But I mean, it's just it's interesting that, you know, and you talk about religion. It reminded me that my my biggest selling book of all twenty of them is Manifest the Right Way. Right. You know, and um, I had people that were from my forensic side once. That was my first like crossover bridging between the forensic side and the other part. And I had people who were on my forensic you know student list. That claimed I had a cult now. I'm like, I wrote a book about how to change your handwriting to change your, you know, to heal yourself. And now I'm a cult. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, so now I read, I, when I did the second version of that book, I actually put on there, just so you know, I'm not a cult. <laughs> That's my final it. statement. Yeah. Yes. And, so. and we, we have color girl here. Right. It's, it's like, yeah, it's exactly. Like, we all know Cindy by the color. She's girl. colorful. Yes, the colorful <laughs> sparkles, whatever. Right, that. exactly. You can tell right when you walk in this room that she's all behind it. It's yes. awesome. Yes. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful well, room. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yes, I did some of it. You hung it for her? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I, I put the, she told me where to hang it. <laughs> yeah. We're over there, hang that there. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yeah, beautiful. So not true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It is beautiful. No, yes, Pam so. and I hung them. <laughs> I went and got them the nail and the hammer. I was like, <laughs> there you go. True that. True. I did. So I had, I had some part of it. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. So, but you're right. I mean, um, we label everything. Everything has to have a label to it. And that's really funny that you talked about that is because, you know, it's like, you know, what are you and Cindy? Uh, we're partners. What does that mean? You know? <laughs> I know. It confuses people. That I know. Like, it does. You know that word does confuse it, people. You know, it's what are you guys? What are you? And that it's like <laughs> we're whatever, you know. I grew up in a family in going back in South Dakota and that, that you are what you do. And that so that was the idea, you know, I'm a lawn service carrier. And <laughs> but during funerals or whatever else, or weddings that go back then, you always have somebody asking, what do you do now, Rod? Well, I always tell them I am a UFO repairman. 
or, or a panhandler. <laughs> I love that. And it's because it doesn't matter. I love it, right? <laughs> you know, it, it's, it, my only person that ever got it, my grandma, before she passed away in that, and she says, she goes, oh, my gosh, you're such a card, Rod. You know, it's like you, you're a UFO repairman. That's so funny in that. And, <laughs> and I said, Grandma, it doesn't matter. She says, she goes, you're broke, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I ran on. I repaired all the UFOs already. There's no other ones that are broken on you right now. Grandma, yes, no more UFOs to repair. So yes, I'm broke now. So I'm now a panhandler. That's great. So because you know, I I don't. I've never believed in labels, and and I don't believe in labels. I don't like them either. And and, you know, it's like you know, there's much more much to you than than reading on the board and and seeing what you what you see on there. I mean, that's a great parlor trick. And forgive me by saying parlor trick, right, right. because that's not what it is. But a lot of it, people have that that viewpoint exactly, of it though, exactly. until they experience it. Exactly, and mm-hmm. that's the thing is that uh, you used to even when we had the other smaller building, a building that uh, you'd come and do classes there, and that I always got something on that, and I always practiced my handwriting. That is like you can't tell the di- you can really tell the difference from back then to how I write now. And that is like I knew. I know that I've changed a lot by right. just my handwriting, and you've done that for me. Well, and it's interesting how you can you can use whatever tools you want to make changes, but then when then when you go and write, the writing's different. So either you can force the change in your writing, or it can force a change in your writing well, experience. You no, know what you're I mean? right, absolutely, dear. Your writing just it it I mean it's all subconscious, and so it really does. You can't really get away with much when it comes to writing. Right. <laughs> That's true. You can run, but you can't hide. <laughs> so um, oh, there's a bunch of questions I want to ask them, but I, I, I talk so much. People will say, Cindy's got a beautiful voice. Why doesn't she talk more? So I'm going <laughs> to let Cindy ask a few questions. I'm just going to kind of step back from the mic right now. That, so. <laughs> uh, how about what is the youngest age to analyze someone with accuracy. Well, and it's really interesting because at the age of three, you can actually look at how they scribble and tell the way they're going to end up writing and then tell the way their personality is going to be. But I actually don't like analyzing somebody unless they're at least seven years old because then at least they can control the pen pretty decently or the pencil. Um, I think the biggest help for, for with kids is to have parents who have a couple young children that may be under seven and that their discipline is not, even though they're trying to treat them both the same, for example, the discipline is not working the same. It may work, you know, uh, with one child and the other child is just not having any effect at all. But if your, if your child scribbles, for example, in circles and does a lot of, um, you know, round, softer letters and then writes in softer, rounded like M humps and things like that, then they're emotional. So your discipline has to approach their emotional side. So, oh my gosh, that hurt mommy's heart would work wonderful for that. But your logical kid who does, uh, you know, steps and ladders and they draw the more, you know, linear things, the squares, the boxes, the cubes, they're going to write with the more pointed M humps. And so they're going to be like, mommy's heart, I didn't even touch it. You know, because it's not going to work for them because it's not logical. So so the biggest thing I can say with little kids under seven is if you're looking at discipline and you're having discipline problems, look at and see how they write or how they scribble to see how to approach their discipline so you can at- attract that personality and really engage with that personality with their discipline style so you don't have so many problems growing up. Can I add to that? 
this question is, so let's say somebody has Asperger's. Mm -hmm. So does their writing change because the Asperger's or or something else that they have or Parkinson's or anything like that? Yeah. So Parkinson's with, with Parkinson's, I, I picked that up because I just had a conversation about that yesterday. The Parkinson's will start shaking. It starts shaking and getting really, really small. And, um, as it shrinks, the Parkinson's like symptoms are increasing. Um, as far as Asperger's and um, any kind of autism, mm-hmm. the lower you are on the spectrum, the more difficult it is to write in general. They usually hate writing and, and often will have a temper tantrum to avoid it. Like it's really, it, they feel like it's often painful. Um, now, Asperger's, when you get higher on the spectrum, it's not usually an issue. I mean, there might be some um, developmental as far as development of the letters and different things like that, but it's not it's not a, a painful traumatic event where somebody um, on the lower end of the autism spectrum frequently is doing everything they can to avoid having to grab that pen. And I think a lot of it has to do with the small motor development as far as like holding that pen because that's all small muscles. Oh, wow. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. One of my hundred handouts too has a, how to tell the difference between autism um, Autism, ADHD, and dyslexia on their handwriting too on one on my freebie page. Oh wow, mm-hmm. oh, nice. Wow. Yeah, because that's a, a question I get a lot. I think my brother he was diagnosed with dyslexia. So. And printing is the best thing for for for. I mean, cursive is the best thing for them, so they can because printing is difficult with the B's and D's for dyslexic. So if you can get them to cursive right, it's harder to mix up the angles of the directions. Right. So Ooh. better for those. I will suggest that to him. Yes. <laughs> Even though he's 44 years old and hey, he probably won't You're never change. too old to learn new tricks, right? As long as you want to learn that trick. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. What about uh, uh, changing one's personality by changing their handwriting? Good question. So let's say somebody's dealing with, and I, I get this a lot, dealing with anger. I get a lot of anger and it seems like the world's getting angrier in some respects and there's a lot of, you know, violence and stuff going on right now. Um, but let's say somebody has anger that they're dealing with. There's a, there's actually a psychological, um, brain wiring or brain. I'm trying to stay away from a lot of scientific stuff. So, um, there's a lot of brain neurological connections that form the anger trait. So, if you then say, okay, let, let me, let's, let's add humor and let's add forgiveness, those types of writing changes to represent those two traits, what happens is new neurological connections are formed to build forgiveness, to build sense of humor, to overpower the anger trait, and then it will literally kill off, for lack of better words, that trait that forms the anger because it overpowers it. And um, I, in fact, on, on, written, on the writtenescape.com website, there's a there's a video that goes through the whole science of how that works and it's really in depth but it's not heavily loaded with scientific terms because I want people to be able to you know understand it so I try to stay away from some of the the industry you know specific terminology wow. but yeah it works really really well but personality traits are formed in handwriting at age 13 so the closer that you can get to some of these un, what people would consider unhealthy traits um, the closer you can get to, to them at thir- then you know at age thirteen, the faster you can get rid of them or reroute, reroute them and redirect them. Wow! So, so I mean, I, I know you've been a consultant on criminal minds and that is is that because of the traits and stuff like that that you can pick up on some of that and you know what you know 
some of the things reveal, you know, from that. Yeah, Criminal Minds, you know, what I really like about that show is um, when I first when I first saw a show like that, because I'm not really a TV watcher, so when I first saw a show like that, it was CSI, the original CSI. Right, yes. And it, and it had a handwriting sample on there, and I was in the middle of a conference call in my living room, though I had it on speakerphone, with a bunch of bankers and insurance guys. And if you can imagine their personality, right? <laughs> so I was the most truly disruptive, defiant one on the phone call, um, <laughs> for sure. And um, I was watching in the background the CSI show, and I saw them say something about the handwriting. The detective said something about, oh, she's 35 years old, born in Oklahoma, a truck driver, and is blonde. And I forgot at that moment that I was on this conference call, and I'm like, <laughs> you're so full of beep. <laughs> so, and all of a sudden I hear, <clears throat> excuse me? And I'm like, oh. Oh, I wasn't talking to you. I forgot I was on the conference call. Oh my gosh! So that was my. So I, so I didn't have a good good taste in my mouth because you know people that would call me for casework would expect me to be able to say stuff like that. Right, right, and I'm right. Like it doesn't work like that. So uh, several years later, then you know, CS uh, Criminal Minds emails me that one of the writers and he says, "So um, can you supply us? Can you help us with this episode? And we need samples for this. And this is what it's about." And I'm like. Um, yeah, here's my experience with, you know, with you guys, not you guys, but like show business and my science. And I told him briefly, he said, well, with all due respect, man, we're not CSI. I'm like, okay, you'll get one chance. <laughs> and so I supplied everything. I told him what to have the writers say. And then several episodes I, I've helped out with. But one of the things I can say is that with Criminal Minds is that every single episode whether I've helped on it or not, that has handwriting, they've kept it 100% true to the science, mm. which has really impressed me because wow. that <laughs> it helped erase my trauma from the CSI experience. Oh. So. I can see that. <laughs> yes. was, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, they're, uh, it's great. It's great when they retain the science because right. that's so important. Oh, exactly. Uh, there used to be a show called ER, and, that, and everybody in my family were nurses and doctors and things like that. And so they critique it, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, that can't happen. Yeah, that, that person's dad, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I know one time my son, I was watching something, and when I watch some of these crime shows where they have a psychologist, a forensic mm -hmm. psychologist, I'll be writing down diagnoses of what I think they're going to say. And I'm always right, you know, because right. I spent so much time. I'm always right, you know. So Cody, one time, he comes in a couple of years ago, and he says to me, do you ever get sick of watching that? No. Do you ever get sick of being right? Well, no. It just means I paid attention in college. Exactly. There you <laughs> go. I paid attention. Good for you. Yes. Yeah. Good for you. No, it's just, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So what about either one of you, two, Rod and uh, – Tracy, do you guys have any exciting classes coming up? We do, don't we? What? We do. We do. We got some great classes coming <laughs> up here. July 16th, we have the Meet and Greet the Inner Child. Oh, yeah. Meet and Greet the Inner Child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you 16th. did that one before. Yes, I did. Oh, my gosh. That's right. My dinosaur or my uh, dragon came Your out. dragon. That's yes. Right. Yes. I love that class. Yes. And what I like about that class is that everybody assumes, if they haven't been to a, a inner child class, everybody assumes that their inner child is the same gender and same name as them. And that's not necessarily true mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. we did not name ourselves. Nope. Somebody else did. And so a lot of times our name is not, doesn't resonate with us as a whole anyway. Um, so we have that one coming up. That's July 16th. And then July 23rd, we have where you can, you do a painting with your inner child. And what's so important about that one. And you mentioned symbols. I think right. it was on your last, last your last podcast, podcast with Mike. 
um, you mentioned symbols. And what I like about the painting with your inner child, one that we have coming up on the 23rd, is that we, um, at the end of that painting, you know, I have a, a certain process I use to keep our logical adult mind away from judging and expecting. But at the end of that, when you look at the, the you know, finished outcome, there's symbols that the inner child leaves in there for you. And so it's really interesting to see what comes from your childhood mm -hmm. and what symbols are in that painting. Cool. So it's, yeah, so we have those coming up. It's super Sing, exciting. Sing, let's do that one. Okay, yeah, it yeah, I, sounds I very that, great. It's like, so do you get to finger paint? I mean, what do you I do? I can't give my secrets away. Oh, we can't give your secrets away. <laughs> gotcha. So, <laughs> no. I mean, that I, that sounds exciting to me, though, I mean, to be able to do that. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And, It'll be really fun. I mean, it's it's been fun. I've taught it before, but not here. So I'm excited. Right, to bring right, right. It here, no, no, that great. the inner child part one that was here. That, yeah, was, that was that here. was amazing. That, I, I couldn't wait for it to happen. Yeah, we had yeah. a lot of people. I think we had like 40 people that day. Oh, really? Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, we had. That's it was right. packed in here. It was good. great. Yes, awesome. That was that was. We had a really good time with that <laughs> we too. Did. It was really fun. So you got those two classes. You got anything else coming up there? I'm sure I do. Yeah. Um, I, well, it's, I know it's events with Tracy.com. I have to go there to check my calendar all the time. <laughs> I have to go to my own website to look at my schedule. Yeah. Well, before I, I – there's been this been nagging me, this question that I'm going to ask. Uh, I, I know we went from the, the classes to – but, I mean, this has been kind of nagging me. It's like you've written 20 books, okay? And I think I've read probably almost uh, two. And <laughs> sorry, dear. That's okay. Sorry, I love okay. your book. I have most of them. How's that? <laughs> That's awesome. I just haven't got to read them. Yet. <laughs> so, which is, which is your favorite? I'll, now, I'll tell you my favorite. Okay, but which one is your favorite out of all of them? Um, my favorite, my favorite one is "Manifest the Right Way," as far as what it can do for others. Um, but because it mixes the forensic side with the mental health healing. The other ones are really technical writing, which is how to how to analyze handwriting. Um, so if you want to learn, them, those are all good. Right, right. But um, but as far as my favorite personal, as far as what it can do for people, I think manifest the right way is it. But my series, my four book series, I'm excited about because it's um, that one, Raven and the Willow, Willow Tree. Um, that one is good because it's personal to me. And, uh, and it really takes everybody through my life. I mean, all the, the, the goods, bads, and the uglies. And it, but it's done in a, in a way that it, it, it shows people that no matter where your darkest moments are, there's always light. Mm -hmm. And so it's done with a really inspirational twist and, and how to kind of walk through that light and try to find it, no matter, even when you're surrounded with darkness, to just hold on to that one thing. You know, that little bit of hope that you can find and, and something, you know, people, things, situations are put in place to guide you to where you need to go. And to be able to recognize those sometimes is the biggest battle, especially when you're surrounded in darkness. And so it talks about how, you know, I opened up as far as spiritually and how, how I kind of um, had my, my feel of the, uh, of the orthodox type of church and how um, branching out of that, I knew there was so much more and I found that more. Um, and then really being able to, I think animals were probably one of the biggest healers for me. And so having animals around me all the time and then how, how I dealt with these spiritual gifts that were in, you know, traumatized me and how I shut them down and how, how they've reopened. I mean, it's just a lot of, it's a lot of stuff in there that, and that's why it's in four parts. It's, it's not, you know, they're kind of, they're, they, they go in progression of each other, but you know, the first one's really about growing up in that, um, really being grown up between trying to be me versus what society expects 
And then it goes into the next one is kind of um, the forensic side, like my forensic life. And then the third one is really my, my, how I healed everything. And then the fourth one is kind of the end. So, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, that's awesome. I mean, my, the manifestation book was my favorite. Yeah. By the way. I, I mean, it's, that's my that's, bestseller for that's, sure. I, that's one of my favorites and everything else. And the really interesting was, is I've always been a Greg Braden fan and that, and I've read a lot of Greg Braden books and everything else. That, but when I read yours, that, that it, it put everything in perspective and in an aspect of, it's right there in front of you. You draw it out for you, and, you, and it's really awesome. It's, just, it's a book I would recommend to anybody. Oh, yeah. great. Thank you for it, saying that. Yeah, no, it's absolutely. definitely my bestseller for sure. Yeah, it, it's, it's beautiful. I love it, and, and I think it's a wonderful, wonderful book too myself. Um, hate to do this and that, uh, but uh, Zach always says that we take forever to wrap up. <laughs> And I don't know what that means, but, you know, this swirly finger, that means wrap up and that. So, yep. um, uh, Tracy, tell how people can get a hold of you. Tell us how. So the tricky part is remembering how to spell my name, right? So TracyMontoya.com or WrittenEscape.com. So written escape is a good way of written escape. Everybody can spell written and escape, so okay. they can get there. Um, and then the calendar of the events with Tracy.com. And then the freebie page There's over 100 freebies, and that's findtracy.info. Nice. So beautiful, yeah. dear. That I'm excited well, for I, our events. Oh my gosh! I, we got you know, the panel one. We're doing the panel. Yeah, we one have to. That, I know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cindy actually is going to sit in and, awesome. and be part of the panel too. She said she needs so. to. Yes, it's because she's blossoming herself so yep. much in that. And yes, perfect. Thank you. Thank you. And, and so, did you know? You know, colors. Colors. Every every single letter of the alphabet has a color that's associated with it. So oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know. Part of, Learn part. something new every day. I that's great. <laughs> but uh, what's coming up for you? Yeah, speaking of which, I am putting together um, my own color class that I'll be teaching here at Beyond Today. That will be on July 9th. Uh, it's a Saturday from 10, uh, yeah, 10 to 5, 10 to 5. Awesome. So, yeah, I'm incorporating it with energy work. Um so it's pretty much what I got from you, Tracy. Thank you, and what I learned from Rod. Thank you so much. I'm. It's the it's the duality of the two, marrying them together. Um, that's what I'll be uh, part of. What I, I will be teaching on that day. That sounds awesome. Yes. Yeah, it's it's yeah. She's spent most of this last weekend just diving deeper into it and everything else. It's going to be a wonderful class. I mean, I'm very impressed with that. I've learned what paisley means or what colors. You know, is it paisley? Did I say it right? It's not paisley. It's pastel. Oh, pastel. <laughs> so, well, paisley is a great pattern, though. So, just a pattern. All right, so, yes, pattern. <laughs> so I really did learn what paisleys were. I learned what pastels were. <laughs> yeah, that, somebody told me I look good in pastel colors. So that, yes, yes, I can and, see that. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank yeah, you. You're so, wearing so, today. Well, thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Oh, this is a pastel? Yeah. Nice. I thought it was a paisley. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Well, I've learned a lot from Cindy in, in colors and aspect and everything else. That um, myself, uh, we have the Blue Star Celestial three day uh, intensive coming up. Um, it's the end of June. It's June twenty fourth and twenty fifth and twenty sixth. Uh, Blue Star is not about aliens or or UFOs and that. It's about energy and celestial energy. It's like going back home. That's what Blue Star is all about. And that you can find that on our website. It's beyond the number two day.com. Um, or you can call us at uh, 602-374-4926. Um, 
we got a lot of other classes coming up. Um, we're actually going to be doing um, more and more podcasts. Um, we've hit to us to a point where um, we're going to be going on to iTunes next, which is probably this podcast itself, and then it's going to be part of the iTunes. Um, it, we've hit some great numbers in that with our podcast, and we just keep growing, growing, growing. Um, it's amazing. I love I love I love this and I love what we do. Uh, couldn't have done it without Zach. Um, yes, thank you, Zach. Thank yes, you, Zach. Thank very you much, Zach. Zach. Once again. So um, it's been amazing work, and uh, uh, you brought your beautiful tech here yourself, yeah. and that, and uh, he's a wonderful man too. And that, thank you very much. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody that's out in the crowd. Everybody say hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Not all once. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Everybody's shy. Look at shy that. Shy out there. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> But uh, my name is Rod Lyman. Uh, we're at Beyond Today and this beautiful podcast and that. And my co-host. Cindy Newby, thank you so much. And it was an honor, Tracy, having you here today and tonight, whatever. Um, it was really Learned fun. a lot. It was very fun. Thank you. <laughs> Cash register. Ca- I guess that was, the, that was the answer from above. It just sent us this. Cha-ching. That was awesome. Wow. So as as we always do in our in our podcast at the end of that we always say good night to each other that good night Tracy good night John Boy good night Mary. oh she's you listen to the podcast so. yes good night Cindy good night Rock and Zach and Tracy awesome just call me Rock I wasn't talking to you oh fine and good night Rod yep and everybody I want everybody to wave at Mark out there and I'll say hi Mark hey, babe. all right good night everybody thank you good night.